Immediate resignations coming from inside the White House and inside a presidential administration with days left to run before moving vans arrive and others leave 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Yesterday was quiet on the streets of Washington. in the District of Columbia telling me the day after the streets were swept clean from the mob residue of the day before, one of his elders was one of those trapped inside as a Senate staffer. The Attorney General, who left just before Christmas, released a scathing statement saying his former boss had betrayed his office. Now, may we lay the politics aside. For all of us in Christian leadership, may we call on Christians everywhere to clasp our hands in prayer. May we join hands with our Savior and take our roles as followers of Jesus seriously, praying together, peace today, peace tomorrow, more peace to come. Nothing warms our Father's heart more than personal repenting and pleading for grace. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and here on this Friday, we're in a series called Meeting Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. In a moment, we're going to look at one of the most famous sermons ever preached, the Sermon on the Mount, or as Luke described it, the Sermon on the Plain. Christ's words are challenging, and they can teach us to love God more than anything, and only grace can help us do that. So stick around, and let's hear the words of Jesus speak to us so we might know him better here in 2021. After the program, I want you to have a very special DVD with the Gospel of Luke feature film. This film is told word for word from the Gospel, You can choose either the NIV or KJV, but the story plays out as actors portray their roles in helping the gospel story come to life. It was filmed in the Mediterranean. I've never seen anything like it, and I know it'll help you better understand the life of Jesus. After the program, call us. Make your first gift of this year to this listener-supported ministry. And with our thanks, we'll send you the Gospel of Luke DVD. You just need to call us at 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online, check out some of the sample scenes on the DVD, and make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And now we open with a well-known song by Hillsong.
Thank you for joining me on this program today. Here I Am to Worship opens the program by Hillsong. I'm Charles Morris and a program called Meeting Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. One of the most important sermons Jesus ever preached is recorded for us not once, but twice. We're probably more familiar with Matthew's account with its classic opening line, Blessed are the poor in spirit. But there is another account, and it's found in Luke's Gospel. We're just finishing our first week in a month-long series called Meeting Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. And already, I've been struck by how powerful the Gospel story is. We've gone through John and Mark on this program in January's past, and every time we turn to the Gospels, I see Jesus in a brand new way. I hope you'll capture this as well. The Word truly is living and active, and every time we read it, the Lord speaks to us. Do you believe that? We need as believers to come back to God's Word, to hear from Him what is true and good and right. Every time we open our Bibles, the Lord is there, ready to meet us where we are, ready to speak words of life into our souls. And I can't think of a better place to go than Luke's account of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, or as he describes it, the Sermon on the Plain. As they like to do, theologians have debated this point extensively. Matthew says it was a sermon on a mount. Luke says Jesus went to a level place, literally, or a plain. Jesus could have easily preached this sermon twice, but I think Matthew and Luke are telling us about the same story, the same event. In Matthew, he wanted to show us how Jesus was similar to Moses. Moses went up on Mount Sinai to receive the word and then delivered it to God's people. So Matthew tells us that Jesus went up on the mount to preach. Luke's gospel has a different emphasis. Luke wanted to make sure we know that Jesus has come down to us. Jesus was on top of the mount praying and calling his disciples, and then he came down to the plain to preach. Matthew and Luke are describing the same event but from different perspectives. But that becomes even clearer when we listen to Luke's account of this sermon. Let's listen to part of this sermon together. He went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there, and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem, and from the coastal region around Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by impure spirits were cured. And the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven. For that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets.
But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies. Do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. He also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? The student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye? You hypocrite! First take the plank out of your eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. 
When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed. And its destruction was complete. We don't know how long Jesus preached. You just heard six minutes of his sermon on the mount or sermon on the plain. That's an excerpt from the Gospel of Luke DVD that we have for your gift with a reading from the NIV version in Luke 6, verses 17 to 49. It is a beautiful sermon, the Sermon on the Mount from Luke 6, and I wanted you to hear it as presented in this gospel, and it's powerful to hear, even more powerful to watch. I'm Charles Morris, and this is a haven today called Meeting Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. Luke's gospel is all about how our Savior has come down to us, how he's entered into our history to bring us salvation. He was speaking to a group of people that had been abandoned, overlooked, even despised by those around him. He was talking to poor people, physically handicapped people, sick and diseased people. That was all rampant at that time. Time and time again in the Bible, we see the Lord stooping low to save the least as well as the forgotten. Jesus does the same. So he preaches to them, blessed are the poor, the hungry, the weeping, the hated, the rejected. He isn't saying that these kinds of people are morally better or you can only be saved if you don't have any money. But what he is saying is that his heart breaks for his people. He's telling us where our attention should be, and his people are found among the lost and the least and the despised. This blessing for the forgotten of the world comes with a warning. It's a warning that we in the West need to take note of today because we live in some of the wealthiest nations of the entire world. Jesus says, woe to the rich, woe to the well-fed, woe to the loved and the celebrated. He's not saying that a person cannot be saved if they have a large bank account or they eat well or are well-liked. He's pointing to a certain kind of wealth, greedy, selfish, ungenerous wealth. He's pointing to the kind of people who would rather save money than help feed their neighbor, the kind of people who refuse to do anything if it means that they will be personally inconvenienced. He's talking to the kind of person that asks two questions before helping anyone. What's in it for me? And am I really that person's keeper? There are many like that in the world, especially in North America where I live. Our impulse is to turn to the bottom line, to make sure our retirement accounts and assets keep growing steadily. We religiously check the stock market. But Christ was clear. And so is the rest of the Bible. Wealth is meant to uplift as well as to serve others. The Sermon on the Mount in Luke stands as a warning for us. We cannot serve God and money. Christ calls us right here to a deep devotion to him, so deep that we even open our hands and relinquish whatever we're holding on to too tightly. Only then can we learn to love our enemies. Only then can we realize that we are God's enemies in our sin. Yet he loved us and he sent Jesus to us. 
this sermon preaches to us in the here and now, as we're starting a new year, 2021. The end is true. We cannot call Jesus Lord, Lord, if we aren't willing to do what he says. Our salvation is found in grace alone. But that grace doesn't leave us alone. It changes us, and it turns us into people who depend upon him for all things. It's no wonder Luke 7, right after this sermon, opens with the radical faith of a rich centurion. He was powerful, he was wealthy, he was a Roman. He had no business trusting in a Jewish rabbi. Yet there he was, casting himself upon Christ for his mercy. Lord, he said, I do not deserve to come to you, and neither do we. And yet he calls us to lay down our lives, lay every idol of what comes ahead of him and all our sin, and to come freely to him. It's only in Jesus Christ that we receive the grace that we need to heal and the mercy that we need to mend. Come ye sinners, poor and needy, weak and wounded, sick and sore. Jesus ready stands to save you, full of pity, love and power.
the ground your maker lies on the bloody tree behold him sinner will this not suffice lo the incarnate god ascended pleads the Fernando Ortega singing a song that all of us, I think, need to hear, especially from these past few days. Come, ye sinners. All of us have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. I'm Charles Morris here on A Haven Today, where we're looking again at Luke's gospel, meeting Jesus in the gospel of Luke. I hope that this message has inspired you just a little bit to seek the Lord more this year. And I pray that the Holy Spirit moves in each of us to seek Jesus above all else in this new year. There are so many distractions, from politics to the economy to COVID, so why not put the Gospel of Luke at the top of your list this year and seek the Lord while he may be found? Would you set aside time with me and read through Luke? Do it more than once. Or do it slowly, a single time. And to help you better understand this gospel, I want to send you a DVD called The Gospel of Luke. There's no better way to experience the ministry of Jesus than with your eyes, your ears, as well as your heart. This feature-length film dramatically portrays the story of Jesus with skilled actors. It's shot on location in the Mediterranean I like how it's a word-for-word movie from either the NIV or the KJV, your choice. And I know this DVD experience will help you begin a new year, fresh in your walk with Jesus. Just call us right now, would you? Make your first-of-the-year gift, and we'll send you the Gospel of Luke DVD. The number to call is 800-654-2836. That's 800 800- 65 Haven. Or go online, watch the sample scenes from the movie, and make your gift there at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me. Won't you come back again next time when again together we'll share the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today.
Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. It isn't really a secret or a surprise that the Lord calls His people to live holy lives. After all, He's holy. And as the Holy One, He calls us to be holy. But our source for holy living must come as a shock. What must I do to inherit eternal life? The rich young ruler asked in Luke 18. Two options. Obey the 613 commandments perfectly or renounce your self-sufficiency and follow me. He went away weeping because he couldn't just follow the second option. In Jesus' world, the way of holiness is the way of surrender. And he should know, right? Out of love, he surrendered his own life, not for himself, but to make us holy. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit getanchor.com.